Cash for Sheriff. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for Here we are on a Friday edition of the Live at Five show, and I'm just uh, getting into the saddle. Got some good news about uh, where I'm going tomorrow night. I can't tell the wife. The, the, I can't tell. I, I got to talk in North Country terms. I can't tell the old lady. I got to. Oh, yeah. I got to tell the old lady. Hey, you want, you want to buy this, sir? Yeah, well, let me talk to the old lady first. Oh, you own the place. You haven't seen your old lady in three months. All of a sudden, you got to see your old lady now? Well, that's the way it goes. You know, she still pays the bills, you know. 11 minutes after. Uh, I know other stuff that I can't disclose now because I don't know if it's true, but uh, there, there might be some big changes in uh, Congress in upstate New York, but I heard about that earlier, so I won't uh, divulge what I may or may not know because it might not be true. But if it is true, there's, uh, there's a story behind it. Uh, because, um, well, again, it's the whole thing about what we were talking to uh, Mario Frado yesterday on many occasions um, in, 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 on other, in other discussions. Now all of a sudden people are texting me left and right. What a distraction. You know, who's conservative? Who's not? Why is John Katko not running again? Well, because he knew his days were numbered when they were going to reconfigure his district. And for the last eight years or so, he's acting like a rhino. Can't be too much. You can't be a rhino. You can't be Katzinger. What's his name? Kassinger? The cryberry there from Illinois? Oh, God. All right, wait, wait. I, I'm sorry. I got to do, do this. I, I, I started my wife on a mission. All right, it's done. All right. All right. No reason to go on. To <laughs> No, no reason. Okay, it's done. Th- I'll just say thank you. Thank you to my wife. I have been doing that very quickly. Uh, yeah, so uh, this latest thing about what happened, obviously, what, two weeks ago now in Buffalo, raises a lot of questions, and not to mention what also happened in, uh, in Texas, uh, you know, is, is, is the whole AR-15 argument. We discussed it yesterday. And, and uh, the president, and for that matter, Tr- Justin Trudeau, saying that he's going to get rid of all, all um, oh, forget it. Ah, uh, sorry. Now I got, I, I, <laughs> I started something, and I got to finish this right now, folks. Okay, this is a little thing I just got to make sure. Okay, honey, I'm okay. Everything's fine. I, 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 we, we, he forwarded it to me, so everything's fine. It, it, was, it was something that was supposed to be forwarded to me, but he accidentally forwarded it to you. He gave it to me, okay, and I'll explain when I get back. It's okay. Okay, okay, okay. Woo. Oh. 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 Sorry, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. 
But when you're on the air, you got to be quick. That's my lovely wife and so forth. But she kept on texting me, and I had to end it right there. Now I forgot what we were talking about. Yes. Who's a conservative and who's not a conservative? Who's a rhino and who's not a rhino? Is Mario Frado the guy, the, the right guy for upstate New York, uh, for our district? Because, let's face it, I mean, if anyone goes up to anyone in, in Jefferson County and says, I'm going to take your AR-15 away from you, whether you like it or not, is that a good day? It's not a good day. Was it a good day what happened two weeks ago in Buffalo when ten people, uh, scores of people died? No, it was a terrible day, just like it was in, uh, in Texas. By the way, I was reading a story that's on News Junkie right now about an escaped Texas convict. Got out of jail. And, and uh, he's been, uh, I, by the way, I didn't even know about this guy. He, he's eluded uh, uh, police now for almost a month down in Texas. We, everyone was so enamored with the story that out of Alabama where the prison guard, uh, uh, excuse me, corrections officer, uh, walked out with, uh, with a lifelong inmate that should have been remaining behind bars, and she wound up killing herself on the run. And he's still living in a jail cell right now, the bastard. Should have taken his own life in that whole escapade. But th- they didn't kill anyone in the process. This guy, read this story. It's a horrible, horrible story. It just ended today. Uh, he, he got out of jail, and he's been eluding police for now, like I said, for at least a month. And they got him today. They shot him dead, but, but not after, or before, I should say, he killed five people. He killed a family. So he was on the run. He stole someone's uh, uh, weapons. He stole their white truck. And uh, he was caught 250 miles away from where the five bodies were found, I believe, either yesterday or within the last 24 hours. Worst case scenario. You know, someone that should be behind bars is not only out and about, but also continues to kill. He was, in mur- he, he, uh, he was doing life, a life sentence for a murder he committed two, in 2006. This guy, as far as society is concerned, should already be dead. He's out of service. He's a car that's been sitting on someone's front lawn now for 40 years. It, it hasn't been functioning. We don't have to worry about that car anymore, although it is unsightly and it pays, you know, have to pay for it. And you have to you know, uh, do the grass around it and whatnot, just like you got to do for some guy that's sitting in a jail cell for his entire life. But he got out and now, uh, what? do the math here, 16 years later, he managed to kill more people, an entire family. That's just awful. So, I, I'm, again, I'm all over the place about this, but you know, he, I don't know if he used an AR-15. I don't even know if he used a, 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 a pistol. But violent people are out there, and it's just the whole gun issue, and without getting into it, obviously has to be addressed. But once you start saying that you're going to take away semi-automatic uh, pistols, and I'm being more and more educated about this, thank God, because I'm watching Tucker Carlson, that that essentially represents most like 90% of all guns. Some black congressman yesterday was saying that he'll do whatever it takes to get the AR-15 off the streets. It's, it's very noble of him to do that. Of course, he's just jumping on the side, uh, uh, his own side, and rallying for support because he knows he's going to get it. And then he's, he's in the hallways of uh, the House yesterday talking to, a, uh, I guess you could say, not, maybe not a gun expert, but someone who knows a hell of a lot more about guns than Glenn Curry does. And she said, well, you just said you were going to get rid of semi-automatic uh, 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 pistols. And he says, well, yeah, I'm going to do that. You knew right away he didn't want to talk to this woman. He was so steadfast and adamant about getting rid of, you know, essentially all guns without knowing what the hell he was talking about. And then he was confronted by this woman uh, who's a reporter, and she's got the microphone in front of him. He's invading. Oh, i got to jump on an elevator right now. They love the moment when the camera's on them on C-SPAN, which then is going to be shared on the Rachel Maddow show, which from there is going to be on social media. It's going to be on The View. They're going to herald him as a hero. But at the end of the day, he's an ignorant bum. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Just like I said yesterday, don't argue with someone who knows more than you do 
I'm trying. Anytime I start talking about guns, I'm like, geez, I know I'm going to screw this up. But it just my my argument is that powerful guns like an AR-15 are just too easily purchased by people that shouldn't have them in their property. That's all there is to it. And and every day we see it all the time. So you know the Democrats are going to just constantly harp on this and use it as a distraction. They're not going to talk about $6 gas. They're not going to talk about the immigration crisis. They're not going to talk about baby formulas. They're going to talk about white supremacy and the need for the NRA to continue, uh, you know, uh, I guess you could say condoning the sale of, of, of uh, dangerous weapons to 18-year-olds. That's, and, and then who could forget Roe versus Wade and that whole leak thing. That's what they're going to be harping on for right until uh, uh, when's election day this year? Dip, 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 dip. Sometime in November. We all know it's November 8th this year. It's a little late. That's all they're going to talk about. And it's just, it sucks. But while they're going to harp on it to the degree that's going to make a, a lot of people sick and tired of all this, I have to say something really should be done. I don't know if it's an AR-15. I don't know if it's mental health. Because even, what was it, Joy Behar, one of the Yentes on The View yesterday, uh, was saying she's so sick and tired of people blaming it on mental health. It's like, well, yeah. I, I mean, come on. I mean, do you think the guy that went into the Topps market a couple of weeks ago was a healthy human being mentally? Of course not. She just wants to say, no, that's the face of, of white supremacy. That's the face of white Republicans. This is the same woman who said the only way to get rid of all of our problems is to vote across the board against the Republicans from now on. And Sonny Houston is just jumping all over and saying, oh, that's a great idea. I'm with you, Joy. I'm with you. And, you know, deep down inside, they probably hate one another. So anyway, this all started when I, I, I heard that there is a well-known congressman that is in uh, some trouble right now because he, uh, I'll tell you who it is, it's, it's Congressman Jacobs. He said about five, six days ago that if the, if the bill were you know, presented to him uh, on the floor of Congress that he would uh, vote to ban AR-15s. Now, since then, he's taking a, a tremendous amount of flack for that, a tremendous amount. And it would be interesting because I don't know if he's going to continue running or if he's going to end his term at the end of the year. I mean, he doesn't need this gig. He's got money. God bless them. But you, I don't know if you can continue as and call yourself a Republican or a conservative these days if you, if you talk that way anymore. And to some degree, that's sad because something should be done about it. But uh, both sides are so clearly on the opposite polar ends of this. It's just never going to be resolved. It's never going to be resolved. So we'll have to pay attention to that. And the other big story in the last 24 hours, and I can't believe how big it got, is a former broadcaster and baseball player for like 100 years, Jim Cott, once again, he's 83 years old, gets in trouble again, this time after the fact that he actually got inducted into the Hall of Fame. He's supposed to be inducted next month in Cooperstown. Uh, the whole process of you know, going through the Veterans Committee and so forth, this, you know, it was a long time coming. It's the same process that we're seeing right now with uh, uh, Tommy John. Hopefully John, Tommy John will be sworn in, if not next year, the following year. I know they skip years as far as the, uh, the Veterans Committee is concerned. But this time last year, uh, Jim Cott said something. And at the time, he was being considered for the Hall of Fame through the Veterans Committee. And he made a mistake by saying, oh, there's a guy who's going to have uh, you know, 40 acres and a mule. He made that comment. And we all know, obviously, where that stems from, and it's, uh, you know, the racial undertones to it. And he, he took a lot of slack for it. And, and people thought that he wasn't going to be inducted after that. Well, he was. And, and the induction itself is not until next month. Well, Jim Cott doesn't end there. At 83 years old, he continues to be the sports broadcaster, the play-by-play guy and color guy, I guess. This is colorful to a degree. Uh, he uh, referred to a, the Yankees uh, pitcher, star pitcher, that all of a sudden has become a sensation in recent months. And last year, for that matter, he pitched well, too. His name is Nestor Cortez. Uh, he's Latino. But that has nothing to do with it. His first name is Nestor. 
So because he's so uh, proficient on the mound these days, as a, as a, he's almost like Nolan Ryan. He's striking people out. He's shutting people down. His ERA is under two. It's ridiculous. And he's got at least uh, 10 uh, um, uh, uh, starts on it, uh, for this year alone, which is a lot. And he's performing. So he's doing very well. So Jim Cott, 83-year-old man, old school, he says, well, geez, you know, they, 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 might, they should call him Nestor the Molester. Because he's, you know, referring to the, he's molesting all these, you know, he's mowing them down, so to speak. He's molesting them. And now he's not referring to the chest of the molester, uh, a term typically used for a child molester or one who molests others, you know, sexually. He wasn't saying that at all. But boy, is he taking a lot of slack today. You know, he's old school. Yes, he should have known better. But how people are jumping to, you know, to uh, uh, judgment. On, on him, wanting him to, oh, he shouldn't be sworn in, he should be taking that away, he should lose his job. It's like, oh my God, it's just like what I was saying the other day, and I was talking to a waitress today at a, at a local diner who listens to the show, and I appreciate that. She likes it. I said, have you noticed that people are just so upset these days? I mean, I, you know, go up to a, a, a four-way stop sign, and I've talked about this before. And, of course, the rules are if you get there at the same time, it's the person to the right that goes first. But do you think people actually remember that rule? And even if they did, do you think people are actually going to exercise that rule? There's it, kind of like a power trip going on. And this has been going on for years. I've talked about it before where people will wave you on. I mean, you'll be there second or third or fourth for that matter, and they're still waving you on. So wait a minute. I'm the last man here. I should be the last man to leave. But everyone's waving you along. And then if you say no, they get all pissy. It's like, why don't you just go? One time, I actually started going backwards just to make a point. And because that just proved that I'm crazier than they are. But now it seems like little things like, you know, waving along or, or just yelling out a window, uh, you know, beeping horns is more common now. And I'm not making this up. I, I noticed this. And I kind of predicted it because with the shutdown in recent years, I knew something like this was going to happen. And it was just going to get worse. And it seems like it is. So anyway, um, it's just some observations for the t- uh, for today. I don't know what's going on uh, politically with the with the congressman I mentioned earlier, but he's in a lot of hot water for his comments, and uh, it's no surprise that people up here are very upset with what the president said the other day about nine millimeter and this and that, and and uh, real gun experts know that a nine millimeter is this and a twenty two gauge is that, whichever. Uh, and I appreciate that because anyone who knows a hell of a lot more about guns than I do, that's the first person I listen to. Uh, you would hope that the President of the United States would do the same thing. But obviously that's not the case. He seems to be as ignorant as Glenn Curry is. And he's in charge. That's what's scary about it. Mm-hmm. 755-1240 is the number. He's the President of the United States. He should know this stuff. Who's advising him? That's the question. So I've been seeing more and more about uh, 2,000 mules. Now, again, there's a guy by the name of Ben Shapiro who's got his own show on across the, t- the street. He's very good. His radio show is a little boring. I like his stuff on Facebook, to tell you the truth. He, ta- he sounds like a 13-year-old, but, and he looks like one, too. But he's very good, needless to say. He's extremely intelligent, rightfully so. And uh, he did his own review. He went on. He elaborated about uh, the 2,000 mules, and he, and he showed a, a, a lot of excerpts from it as well. And it, it seems to be, again, a lot of the left, you know, the, the MS, uh, N- NBC crowd, uh, the political crowd, the Hutchinson, you know, uh, Hutchinson, the Hutch, Huffington Post crowd, not the boat dealer and, and Alex Bay, excuse me, uh, they all say it's crazy. 
Uh, but he seems to have a lot of proof that suggested that there was a lot of uh, ballot stuff, stuffing going on uh, in five crucial states. And the biggest culprit was the state of Pennsylvania. Remember you know, how often we would talk about the, the, the billboards and the signage? If anyone traveling through Route 381 or, 80, or Route 80 in Pennsylvania, it seems like there was a huge presence of the, of the, of the, word, of the name Trump all over the place, either on someone's bumper sticker or billboards or the sides of, a, of, a, of an old barn and whatnot. And it's like, how in the world can, can Trump lose 2020? Well, apparently he lost by, by, you know, by a lot. And if you watch 2,000 Mules, he does the math. He does the math for, and again, I learned all this from the Ben Shapiro thing. I feel like I don't even have to watch this, this segment anymore. So he's got to be careful about that because he divulged a lot about the movie itself uh, to gain a lot of interest, of course, and to talk about it is one thing. But now I feel like I don't have to see it because at the end of the day, he used today's technology that's called geofencing to look at uh, volunteers and people that were referred to as mules working for non-for-profits, non uh, that, that, you know, we're geofence, you know, again, if, if you have a cell phone, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are, what you are, if you have it active, uh, th then Google knows exactly where you're going. And that data could be shared like upwards of a year later. So, so a year from now, so, you know, Google or Verizon or anyone could look and say, hey, Glenn Curry was doing a show at 526 on the 3rd of June at such and such a latitude, such and such a longitude. So all this is, is, is what uh, uh, law enforcement people use on a day-to-day -day basis to track down the bad guys. So this is today's technology to go back to the election day, uh, election day, election night, and the 30 days before that, because this is when open voting was happening, where you can go up to these ballot boxes as if you were renting a DVD from a red box, which doesn't sound very secure in my book. Uh, and uh, and, and it, it clearly shows that states like Pennsylvania just abused the heck out of it. People, for the most part, uh, were, were stuffing ballots at five times uh, a, a box. So they did the math and the amount of people that were, were, were noted, uh, and they multiplied it by five. And the numbers clearly show that in the states of uh, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and, and um, Georgia, and there was at least two other states they did this in, uh, that uh, you know, Trump would have won those states, and in, in essence, would have won the election based on the electoral numbers. So it's just fascinating stuff. Um, you know, you talk about Benedict Arnold. You you talk about people who turn their back on the country, either FBI agents or the Rosenbergs and whatnot. Horrible, horrible scandals that altered the the, the, the I guess you could say the landscape in, in our future. Uh, by great margins, by selling, you know, uh, the atom bomb, you know, Manhattan Project uh, numbers and research to the to the to the Russians, you know, that was awful. That was a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, but I don't know if anything in in my lifetime is any worse than these allegations. In other words, if it's true, if Denise D'Souza's two thousand mules, if it's even fifty percent true, and it looks like it's more than that, folks, then this is clearly the biggest scandal in our time. There's no doubt about it, that they actually fabricated the vote in order to get Joe Biden, the guy that could barely tell you the time of day, uh, as our president. It's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, the left doesn't want to look at it that way. And these are the same people that said that 2016 was stolen. Just amazing. So I hope to watch it over the weekend. Uh, I know I can, I don't know, is it Salem Network? Whatever the hell it is that he's, why can't we just go to the movies anymore? There's a long process. I'm trying to make reservations to go to Kansas City in, in uh, August. Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. <clears throat> so, but I'm coming back from St. Louis. It's a long story. I'm meeting my brothers and a couple other neighborhood friends out there. 
And uh, and I, I, I was like, well, okay, go, uh, Glenn, go online. Uh, okay, I'll go online. And it says, uh, when's your depart day? Well, it's August 4th. Okay, when's you, when are you arriving? Well, that's the problem. Uh, we're not leaving from Kansas City two days later. We're leaving from another city. And it's like, oh, uh, hmm, well, I can't help you there. <laughs> because nobody does that. So I got to figure that out. So then I talked to Jim Levin about it, who's worldly. And I thought he was going to offer to fly me out there, but that didn't happen. Uh, no, I was kidding. And uh, he offered to help me out. So he's going to get his travel agent on it. He says, yeah, I could use the points. So everyone gains from this. You see what I'm saying? Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Stanley Francis. Yeah, Glenn. <laughs> you you got to back off of that. This election has been resolved. Hey, did you see 2,000 mules? I, I, I wouldn't. I, that'd be the last thing I'd ever look at as soon as you send the guy's name, Denise. Denise D'Souza. Yeah, he, he, he's, uh, he's wacky. Look, there's been <laughs> he's 60, a wacky, a wacky. Sorry. There's been 62 court cases, including two Supreme Court. Every state on election night counted the votes. They had a recounts. Yeah, they, they counted had, the. Yeah, they had, they had audits. I agree. Of re, they've had audits of recounts, including when he, Mr. Trump, asked for a recount in Texas. Right. And by the way, he won Texas. Yeah. And they did. had a recount of the audit, audit, and a recount of the audit in Texas. And guess what? He won. But Biden picked up more votes than he did in Texas well, when he uh, asked for a recount. So, so No, i got to ask you, though, Danny. I mean, as far as the technology is concerned, and I think I laid out a decent description. I try to base this on what Shapiro was saying in his show, and I've, I've seen other segments. That like, guy's I, a whack job, too. So, so you refuse, you will not see it then, um, Danny? You won't Absolutely. look at it with Absolutely. any open-mindedness? The, minded, minded, the evidence is clear. <laughs> uh, the votes, the recounts, the audits, and the, the audits of the audits, like in Arizona. Remember that one down there? Yeah, uh, but the again, cyber, we're talking. I mean, ninja, remember the cyber ninja experts? Well, okay. So, but you're saying is that you would not see it at all? Uh, no, I wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it? Nope, hmm. not at all. Is that is that a, is that a state of denial in your opinion? No, it's not. Well, explain why it's not. It's a state of fact because, as I said, election night votes, the count of the votes afterwards, right? Recount, right? Audits and. Audits of okay, audits. let me challenge you then, Danny. What if you're recounting the same false votes? You, you're going to have the same outcome. You guys, oh look, all those votes that were stuffed down there in the outside of Atlanta and Philadelphia, here they are. Well, who, do we know who, that they're true? Who, who is saying, Glenn? Who is saying that they're fake and false and phony votes? What they're saying is, and you One know, side, you know, you, you know the side. expression of stuffing the ballot box. You I know that. Understand what that means? So what they're saying is that one, uh, two thousand people in five different districts actually did the nasty by stuffing ballots inside boxes that were left outside 24-7 like a red box DVD container. Do you know what a red box is by any chance? I'm sure you do. I it, think it's some of those temporary balloting uh, drop-offs. No, no, no. A red box is something where you, at any time of night, if it's in front of a convenience store, I don't even know if they're in business anymore, you can put your credit card in and it spits out a DVD. You've got to bring it back in three days or they charge you. Oh, the yeah. Char- oh, okay. red box so that's what it looks like. So, so a guy that want, has insomnia goes to a red box at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, amazingly enough, that same guy, at least in five different states, could also go voting in an unsupervised box outside a convenience store uh, somewhere in Atlanta, Philadelphia, whatever. They had all these all over the place. So what Denise was doing was like, well, this is a vulnerable situation. Let's use technology to see if people were, in fact, you know, con- you know, stuffing the ballot box. And it wasn't like, oh, I saw a couple of people run up there at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, uh, but, but the thing is, Danny, there's actual proof. 
that the same people with the same phone voted more than once at a multitude of locations. So that, that's why I ask you if you're, if you're in a state of denial. That's all. No, I'm not. <clears throat> okay. I, I think... Uh, you don't want to uh, see it, though. Uh, well, Denise D'Souza, he's been so discredited on so many things that he'd be the last person on the planet that I'd trust to even tell me what day of the week it was or whether the sun was shining or not. He's a very intelligent guy, and uh, he's, a, he's an, a fascinating story, he, he, and, uh, he, I re- and he also had relations he, with Laurie Ingram, so he's going to be a he, good guy. He's a conspiracy nut. Well, I mean, I, I don't look at it that way, but I do look at this. Well, now, of course you don't, because you're in his camp. No, I'm not. I'm in this. Now, just like you've been saying over the last couple of years, you've got to go with the science. Geofencing, for the lack of a, is also technology. Therefore, it's equal to science. It's, it's. You can't defy it. You can't deny it, uh, Danny. It is I'm what not, it is. I'm not denying that. I'm saying that this does not apply to this election. It's been proven beyond on a reasonable doubt, including the five or six states that that Trump even won. And some of his, by the way, of the 62 court cases, some of those judges had been appointed by Donald Trump. Right. And, and again, that happens both ways because the uh, judges appointed by uh, Cuomo actually reconfigured the uh, uh, the congressional districts in the state of New York. No one saw that. Well, coming. there's two different issues here. We're, we're talking No, about I know, but I'm just saying that just because they're appointed by left or right doesn't really mean they're going to have the same outcome. So no, I'm just I'm saying. Just Stating that as a matter of yeah. a fact, that even judges that he appointed ruled against him. Said so, okay, so in four years, it, one other major factor is, do you think that the, the difference between the amount of people that voted in 2016, which in itself was a record, by the way, Danny, more yeah, so than Obama, work. it was, and then, and then we go from 16, and then we go four years later to 2020, and we have an excess, and I think you gave me this number. I think there was a, a, a net difference overall of at least 17 million votes from 16 to, to 20, Dan. Do you remember that? Well, he, uh, Biden won by 7 million votes more. He did. Okay. But, so he, but so just remember. Ask yourself, yeah. why did that happen? Because of the pandemic and the way that the voting system worked throughout the country with okay. early voting. Yeah drop-off voting, and all the other things that happened because of the pandemic, and people had, didn't want to stand in line for 20 hours. So you, you're saying that in 2020, because they opened up the door to more convenient ways of voting, then people were more, I guess, allowable to vote. Is that what you're saying? They couldn't that, do that, that in 2016? That, that, that's exactly right. Okay, but but would it also be, let's just say, would it also be option B that they stuffed the ballots in many states and that was the difference? In, 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 I, I think the, the, the fraud accusations that's been made, and that's what we're talking about, voter fraud here, has been so minuscule that it wouldn't have affected anything anywhere. So that's been proven beyond, beyond a reasonable doubt, and that's just like the judicial system. You're guilty beyond a reasonable doubt or you're, you know, whatever. Right. That's the whole thing. This thing has been proven beyond a reasonable doubt that it was a fair. Uh, even even Barr told. Remember what he told Mr. Trump, and he, he kicked him out of the office. Well, yeah, said, but I, there's but no, Barr, there's no there's no fraud here, and yeah. what they're talking about is a bunch of BS. Yeah. That's the term that Barr used, yeah. and, and Trump fired him the next day. Yeah, well, yeah, and again, <laughs> for for the lack of a, you know, again, at that moment. Uh, a lot of people just wanted to move on, but now we have evidence two years late, not even two year, uh, a year and a half later, well, f- I don't from a documentary that says, "Hey, look, guys, if you add this up, you can say all you want about audit here, audit there. If they're if they're recounting again and again the wrong ballots that were stuffed 
uh, a, a week or two or three weeks or months before, like in Arizona. That that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. It still means okay, it was I'll wrong. I'll leave you with this. You know, remember Einstein's famous quote about defining insanity? Yes, I know what you're going to say. That it, you know exactly. That's exactly what you're. That's exactly what the Republican conservative side doing now. They're doing the same thing over and over and over and getting the same results. Well, again, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, science or technology or geofencing. I mean, my God, I mean, you know, try to be a lieutenant Columbo these days. Uh, you know, no one should no one should be committing murder or or, or you, because you're going to get caught. I'll tell you the honesty of the situation. If what you're saying, that's a big capital I F. Okay, if what you're saying were true, and at the end of the day it was proven to be true, yeah, I'd be the first one to call in and apologize. All right, I mean, I challenge you at least, Danny, to watch it. How's that sound? I, I would be honest on that, but I, I to me. And I think to millions of other people and all of the auditors and counters and vote counters and auditors of counting audits and what have you, back and forth. Right. Uh, it, it, it's beyond a reasonable doubt that that election was fair, and Mr. Biden is the, is the legitimate president of the United States. All right. Gotcha. All right. Fair enough. Have a nice weekend. All right. You too. All right. That's Danny here on the Live at Five Show. i got to do a break. You're listening to the Live at Five Show. We'll be back right after this. Roof looking. Well, I got one couple of texts. When Danny calls in, I usually get a couple of texts. I can't look at it now. It's a link. It's a hyperlink. Uh, she, she does say that uh, Democrats say those machines are vulnerable to hacking. And then she said something else in Yiddish. It's a family show. So I said at the outset that I got a surprise for Sharon. I, I, she's probably listening right now, uh, which is why we had some confusion earlier. Uh, cer- certain things uh, happened just moments before the show, so I, I, I wanted to keep it as a surprise. But whatever, it's hard to explain. Or oh, I'm all over the place today. Sorry, it's Friday. Uh, hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, how's it going? Uh, it's uh, Richard Glader. Hey, uh, I got a question. I'll change the subject a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go up to Dr. Guitar and take the guitar in today, and I, I didn't realize it weren't open until 10, so I got there about 10 up, so I went down to the, the, the walkway park, you know, the river walkway? Yeah, yeah. And the restrooms are closed, and there are padlocks, and I said to the guy walking by, I go, geez, somebody's got to use a restroom. Why? It says closed for the season. What, <laughs> what season? Well, at least we got the pools open. <laughs> yeah, we got the pools open, but if I walked under a little bit, you know, around the edge a little bit, and I said, you can't even see the river; it's so overgrown. I mean, I know that's awful. Get that at all, any way whatsoever. It's not a nice walk. No, it's not. It, I mean, it could be. Don't they got to get rid of that no, brush? Could be. I know. It's all, and it's all crappy trees. It's not like they're oak trees or anything. It's all yeah, brush. You know, we, we could bring some. Well, we don't have a prison here anymore. I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's bring down. Yeah, yeah. Them guys work. Come on, don't make them work. Right, right, right. Let's get Andy Dufresne. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> And and he never said a word. You get what I mean, though, right? With all, it's like with all the tools and equipment we got, we can't get some summer help to come down there and just clean that up a little. I, bit. I'm just shocked that you saw someone down there. <laughs> well, the guy was there was one person sitting on a bench way down there, and the guy walked by. and I just said, "They got the padlocks, and it looks like a state prison." Yeah, right, right. Padlock. I mean, I'm down here to Cape Vincent. We got a beautiful place we built down here, and we got. Portable potties here and there right. and everything else, and you got a place to go if you got to go. And right. when you're down there, the guy goes, "You just go in the bushes." Yeah, yeah, go in the river. It's only yeah. the biggest goddamn river in the county. Sorry, not to yeah. use that word. I mean, it could be nice. I, I remember when they first did it down there, you could see everything. And I mean, in the fall when the leaves are gone, but yeah, 
it's overgrown and it's, no, it is. It should be. It should be cut down. River. Come on. Yeah, right, right. I mean, we we promote. I mean, we're doing so much, so many other things, but we're we're forgetting. And who could forget that uh, Joe Westner's trying to you know put all those uh, murals out there too. So we should at least cut down the, uh, the and, and improve the view of the river from the walkway. I totally agree. Right, totally agree. Right. Well, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up and changed the topic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Anything else to declare? Uh, I'm still waiting for Joe to call me back. Are you serious? Yeah. Call up Mike Herringer. He'll call you back. We had the, we had the um, you know, we, we had the holiday weekend, too, so, you know. Oh, right, yeah. Well, um, hmm. When was, the la- when was the last time you called him? Um, I called him Monday. All right. Well, that was Memorial Day. Or Tuesday, I mean, excuse me. Tuesday. Tuesday next day, yeah. All right. Well, if you need any help, I'll give him a shout. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no big deal. You know, yeah. wheels of justice turn slow even if they don't turn it off, you know? There you go. There you go. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. I hope you get that call, and I hope things get better. Yeah, I go back Monday anyway, so. Good. I doctor, so I see Good. a specialist again. Good. And thanks for bringing up the walkway. I, that's something I've been meaning to talk about for a while. They've they got to cut that bent down. They could have in the fall, in this early spring, and they didn't do it. I don't know why. But that's exactly the time you want to do it. That's when you want to do it because it's less work, less stuff to throw away. Now it's going to be it's, – it's a massive thing. If you do it at all, and it's not going to get any better because those trees go so quickly. And you, you, like you said, you can't see the river. Uh, get feed from the water, see? That's right. Well, Rich, thank, my, thank you, my friend. Hey, bud. I'll talk bud. to you. So that's uh, Rich Gladel. Hopefully he'll get a call from, uh, from Joe. Uh, other things. Now, yesterday – I'm, I'm going to it right now. Yesterday I had something. <coughs> oh, there I go again. Must be this room. Um, carp story, Waddington. Now, I can kind of paraphrase it. Someone's on the phone. But I, I, I wanted to talk about this yesterday. There's this uh, environmental or state police officer, Stuart Wilson, came storming in on May 19th. They were having a carp tournament, something they do there every year. People from all over the country were, were ready to roll. And you know, everything was great. And, and this one guy, this organizer, his, his name is Giordano. Giordano. And that all changed that day when Park Police Officer Stuart Wilson came storming in. And then he said, we had set up around 5 a.m., Giordano said, and I cleaned up the site before the anglers came in. We had over 100 fishermen coming in from all over the United States, Canada, and England. They were ready to fish from Thursday to Sunday by 9 or 9, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Giordano said he took it upon himself to address and de-escalate the situation because this guy came in and says, you guys got to go. Officer Wilson uh, informed Giordano that the anglers were not allowed to fish at Brandy Brook and were ordered off and, 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 and ordered them to leave the area. The police officer Wilson sent, uh, went so far as to say no fishing was allowed from the shore or from, with boats. This went on and on and on. And what, what, what really frustrated uh, the organizers is that this had never happened before and that if it were true... The, the whole aspect of this guy coming in there like he was the Terminator, which he, essentially he was doing. He was looking to, you know, at least get rid of all the people from that particular park that he must have gotten one or two complaints from. And since he's the head guy in charge, that he had to take it, in, you know, in, in, in his own right. But he screwed it up. And all types of people are very, very angry about this. And a lot of people came to, and backed the, the organizer, including our Alex Hammond. And many others up there in the Messina-Waddington area. It's uncalled for. Now, this isn't a knock at, at uh, law enforcement. you got to do what you got to do. 
But some guys are so overzealous that they can't de-escalate themselves. In one part of this article, the organizer said that he, he, you know, he would try to you know, uh, plea with him, try to you know, be reasonable to him. But he said that made matters worse. I mean, this isn't the end of the day when they might have had one or two complaints about a bunch of people that are ready to go out to the river. He also had complaints that the trailer shouldn't be there throughout the entire day. I get that. This is like mid-May and the amount of monies that are coming in there. Now, I wouldn't want anyone parking in my driveway at a, tr- at a fishing tournament, carp or nothing. It doesn't matter. I don't want anyone blocking my property that doesn't belong there. But this is a park, and this is an event. And the last I checked, there's not many events in St. Lawrence County. And one of the biggest selling points that they actually have is their na- natural resources. And, and those, that's fishing tournaments, like the carp tournament, that lures people in literally from all over the world. And this guy goes in there like he owns the place. It's very, very sad. That article, I believe, is still on News Junkie. Check it out when you get a chance. And by the way, it's uh, provided by North Country Now. Uh, that's, the, that's the online uh, uh, news uh, source up there. Uh, not, you know, and, of course, News Junkie is still the news source of the North Country. But North Country Now is a good source, too. Uh, and, uh, and it's on News Junkie as we speak. So it's a good story to look at when you get a chance. So uh, check it out. Also, uh, J- Jim also got back to me about Kansas City, St. Louis. I'm trying to get one ticket from Syracuse, blah, 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 for your information. So he forwarded it to somebody else. That's good. I think he did. I can't tell what Jim's doing here. But he's helping me out, and I really appreciate that. Thank you, Jim. Uh, we got somebody on the line. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's uh What's happening? So when you were talking about guns and stuff, yeah, I realize you're not. Uh, no, I'm not. You know, a gun aficionado. Nope. I'm just a hobbyist myself. But maybe I was. I think it'd be cool if you could get uh, one of these gun shop owners on your show, or if Jeff could. Yeah, I could. Uh, maybe explain. Some yeah, stuff. I could get Joe from uh, the. Uh, Don't uh, actually understand. Yeah, but I, again, when it comes right down, I mean, again, what I, I one thing I try to make clear earlier is that the president doesn't know what he's talking about, and that's the scary thing. And then no, that, no, most of them don't. Right. I mean, when, they, when we talk about an AR-15, that's just a brand to start with. No, I know. I know. But, but would you agree? No, let me challenge you on one thing that I do know about. Do you think mm-hmm. an AR-15 should be sold to a mentally ill person? I don't think any gun should be. So is that the but issue? An AR-15, well, the thing with an AR-15 is it's not that it's an assault. All weapons are assault weapons. I mean, in the end, that's right, the sure. idea. If you want to do it that way, sure. But but the uh, an AR-15 is it's it's tactical. It's it's easily field stripped. It's easily repaired. It's easy for soldiers to carry parts for them. Right. And most AR-15s will shoot uh, a two-two-three round, which is a NATO round, right. which is shared well, amongst NATO. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of firearms shoot two-two-three, and you know the reason for that is is if there's a fallen soldier and you're in gunfire, well, you don't need his gun. You already have a gun. Right. You want to pick up his ammunition, right, right. and you can still shoot right. the same ammunition. Right. So, okay, so uh-huh. let, me, let me just challenge you there, because the argument is that if the, if the AR-15, like you said, is, is for military use on the field, then why is the ordinary guy in America able to buy it? <laughs> That's the argument. Well, there, well one, military, militaries are fully automatic. Okay. Um, they're allowed to shoot fully automatic, and nobody in... All right, so that, and that's great, because you know what you're talking about, but at the end of the day, people still don't buy that. It's like, well, then why does an 18-year-old, or for that matter, a guy with back problems, have the ability to go to a store 
and use that same gun that he has no training on whatsoever and kill four people in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Well, the thing is, for what it's worth, it, it's because, well, I'll try to put this real quick. They watch too many movies. He's, they could have bought, bought a more powerful weapon yeah. that could have done more damage. But he didn't. For less money. Well, okay, fine. Yeah, he could have gotten a shotgun like uh, like Clemenza did at the end of The Godfather. Yeah. Uh, the I mean, there's, there's, it's, um... It's a tough argument. You know it is because yeah, you're it, knowledgeable. It is a tough argument. But here's the other thing. One more thing. One more thing. Is that you are a an official. You know your guns a hell of a lot more than I do. And there's. Well, I'm, a, I'm a hobbyist. I mean, I'm not a gun store owner. That's I'm fine. Not, that's you know, fine. It doesn't matter. A, that doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're probably a hunter, and you're probably very responsible, and you probably well, have yeah, I, mean, I, I my, my hunting rifle is twice as powerful as any AR-15. Okay. Okay. Great. And, and God forbid some bad guy's going into your house because he's going to get it. That's for sure. But here's the thing. Would you say that people that are either NRA uh, members or not, or for that matter, gun owners or in a, an elite club because you all stick together, uh, and, and, and well, you should because you want the Second Amendment. But let me, let me ask you one serious question. There are certain members of your group that happen to be gun owners. One of them was a gun owner for one day th- this week. And he, he, he became part of the gun owner club. You guys can't, you, you, I'm sure you're not proud of the guys that, that abuse their. No, uh, so, yeah, you're talking about the guy in Buffalo there. Uh, well, any one of them. The I'm talking about the guy in, yeah. in Tulsa. I mean, uh, I mean, the guy at the gun store who was selling it to him should have looked. One of the guy, well, the one guy was a cross dresser. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, but he didn't know that. And, and he was 18. So do you think 18 year old? Well, I mean, I mean, an 18 year old, but then there is the argument, too. Well, if you can join the military. Right. So that's a tough argument. I mean, it that's is a hard one to argue. And, and, and people say the same thing. Well, if I can join the military, why can't I get a beer at a local grocery store? And, and, and I think things are different. See, when I was 18, we all had. I mean, we all had all inherited rifles from our grandfathers. And our you might have been drafted too at 18 back own. in the day too. Yeah. I don't know any 18 year old nowadays that's responsible enough to own a gun. Uh, I, I agree, and it's amazing because and I'll be honest and say that I, I I can't think of one of any of my friends that have teenagers. And their te- and their eighteen, nineteen year old, twenty year old kids right. are responsible enough to own a gun. Yeah, I I, I agree. And, and 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 yet there's a lot of responsible people that are eighteen, sixteen, and fourteen year old that are responsible around guns right now. That legacy continues. We know that. But it seems like mental yeah. illness is definitely getting worse. Uh, we could blame it on social media. We could blame it on <laughs> on uh, peer pressure. We can blame it on fa- uh, fatherless uh, households. Whatever you want to say. But these two guys recently uh, were eighteen years old. And, and they were born, what, three, four years after Columbine. So it's not like they, oh, they grew up watching Columbine and whatnot. They didn't. They just, they grew up in, in, this, in this century, and they still are, uh, have the ability, or, or lust, they should say, to kill people. Uh, and then and, and we, we facilitate that by allowing them to buy a gun of, of, uh, of, of that magnitude that could do that within seconds. I mean, that was hell on earth in those incidents. Whenever there's well, a mass well, murder, that's that was, hell on well, earth. That was my point, is that gun in particular? Yeah. Couldn't do it any faster than any other gun. They fine, could that's fine. But again, when when it comes to the left, I mean, I saw something yesterday with there was a congressman. <coughs> you would probably agree with him. If they're going to go from like ten bullets in a magazine to seven, that would automatically mean that a lot of those guns will never get bullets again because the actual magazine doesn't fit in them. And as he was saying that, he uh, one, one of the one of the liberal Congress people uh, said, "Oh, is that gun loaded?" And the guy says, "I'm in my own house, lady. I mean, come on, I'm trying to make a point here." So the rationale yeah. went, you could talk to me, and, I, and we are, which is great, but you can't talk to them. 
and you can't talk to a lot of rhinos in between who don't know as much as no, you do. No, you can't. And, and, and you know, I'll make this real quick, so you got to go. But yeah. when Danny just called, it's no. You can hand him the evidence and show it to his face, right. and it's not just him; it's all of them. Right. And I've said this before: it's it's like a sports team, and they'll go down with the ship. Right. No, I agree. They don't care how bad their sports teams, how bad their team is. As long as Trump is out, that's, they're happy. Or how wrong they could be. Right. They will, they won't go down. They'll go down with the ship. They're happy that Trump is out. That's all that matters. They know that something happened there. They do. I know that they know that, but they don't care. They know, they justify mm-hmm. it because Trump is gone. I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. <coughs> I'm gonna take all right. Thanks, son. I'll talk to you. I'm going to do one more call. i got to get into a break, and then we're done. How are you on the air? <laughs> What's up? Uh, can I do a break and you call me back? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, no, come on, uh, SG. Come on, give me a break. Okay. All right, we'll talk to SG in a little bit. i got to do this. All right, uh, yeah, yeah. SG, you there? Hey, uh, it's, um, it's Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden? Oh, it's Joe Biden. There you go. It's Jim Levin, the owner. Hey, so I sent you an email, so you have to... Yeah, I'm looking out, I'm looking out the options. Me a note back, and I'll take care of the thing that we were talking about. Remember that thing? All right, I think I'm going to go for the economy thing. August Delta Airlines 779 looks good to me, Jim. Okay. All right. right. When I get to uh, go into the Westview for dinner with a friend. Oh, nice. And I'll call them. And did you send me your DOB and the name as it appears on the driver's license? No, but I will. I'm I'm Glenn's travel agent. I know. Yes, yes. Jim Levin Travel Agency. Yeah. It's like airplane. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody has to have some talent. That's right. That's good. You do. And you're a good driver, you know, too, doing 90 miles an hour. I may be a left-wing pinko, but I'm a good travel agent. That's well, right. looking at K Jewelers. There you go. Are they really? Interesting. It, yeah, they're they're uh, they're where um, the bank and the other jewelry store used to be. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, over there at the, what, the core? Where are you? I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah, they're... Well, I'm going home. I'm on my way home, actually, to Sackett's to pick up my friend, right. and then we're going to dinner. But, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of it's nice seeing that building occupied. It is. It Although is. Although they're I probably know getting they're probably going to get ripped off. But ah, you know, it's frozen yogurt. <laughs> Did I say that? Nah, not at all. Not at all. I never say no. anything wrong. No, <laughs> now ripped off to the core. <laughs> ah, of course, core, core, bad to the core. Uh, <laughs> are you mayonnaise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's Luke Gossett. I was doing uh, Morgan Freeman from Stand by Me. Well, that's neither here nor there. I gotta, I gotta take. No, I know. I figure you know, Navy, Marine Corps, same difference. Right, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Well, all right, thanks, and thank you. I'm gonna call you after the show. All right, goodbye. All right, thanks. Uh, I'm supposed to do something from my reservations. I have no clue what I'm supposed to do. All right, SG, you're on the air. Oh, actually, it's not. Yeah, it's Donnie. Yeah. What? Oh, it is. Oh, you know what? You got it's SG, but it says Donnie, and I just talked to Jim uh, Love. We're we're in a phone battle to get good. To I know you got uh, you got a minute and four seconds. Go go. Uh, no, you gotta stop being so gullible. You know, Dinesh D'Souza has already been convicted of election fraud. Right? Yeah, I, that by the president that he belittled in a documentary back in 2012 uh, that was basically saying that uh, Obama is a fraud. So that was the reason why he was thrown in jail. Go ahead. What else you got to Although, say? Well, you know, he was convicted. But plus that that data basically it's like if you put a Dropbox downtown, if someone worked downtown. If they passed that box and and the uh, no, nope, wasn't uh, the case. They actually knew that the profit right. within five times on the one and three on the other. No, nope. then then they're a mule. There's no proof. No, nope, there is proof. <laughs> There's only been one Biden vote that has been seventeen million more votes. The Trump 
Trump votes that, that people have been arrested and convicted of. I right, real quick, so, do you still do you still think 2016 was stolen? No, I just, just I. All right, I, I gotta go. Stolen? No, no. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. It's too late. I'm sorry, SJ. Have a good weekend. I gotta go. I am 1240 WE10 Watertown Mixers League. All up next CBS News. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Do 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 do. This is CBS News on the Hour. Your home.